Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, February the 3rd. I'd like to call your attention to a passage in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 18, verses 35 to 43. The Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 18, verses 35 to 43. And in this particular passage recorded by St. Luke, uh, Jesus is approaching Jericho. And as he's going along, a crowd is gathering uh, to hear what Jesus has to say, of course, and to see the various miracles and signs and wonders that Jesus is working in addition to his uh, crucial teaching about the kingdom of God. And as they're walking along, passing, and the crowd is growing, uh, there's a naturally a commotion. Uh, people are jockeying for position, talking back and forth about what he may have said or what they have witnessed in another place, and so on. And sitting on the side of the road, as they're passing by, is a blind man uh, who's begging, uh, not able to see, He's um, incapacitated, and so he's dependent upon alms. He's dependent upon uh, the kindness of strangers. And of course, almsgiving is one of the most important aspects of being a faithful follower of Almighty God. And so uh, he's there uh, begging, and he hears all the noise and all the commotion, and he says, uh, What's, uh, what is happening? What's taking place? Why all of this, uh, this rumble taking place? And they say to him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And with that, the man doesn't whisper. Uh, he doesn't kind of say it to himself. St. Luke tells us he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And with that, that loud declaration. Uh, the people who are walking uh, in front, uh, they turn around and they began to tell him to keep quiet. Keep quiet. You're just a kind of blind uh, beggar. Be satisfied for what crumbs you're getting, what few coins that may be tossed your way. But who are you, blind and begging and basically useless, uh, you're here, and we see you every day out here. And uh, here you are, uh, daring to speak, and not only speak, but in a voice that seems almost demanding. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And so they're trying to keep him silent. They rebuke him. Uh, and what is his response, the blind man? Uh, he keeps calling out all the more. He's not going to be deterred by a crowd. And that is very important, isn't it? So often uh, when we uh, give voice to our faith or bring to a particular issue or situation our own religious convictions, our own Christian commitments, especially grounded in the scriptures, uh, our culture as a whole, 
and maybe individual friends and even family members. Try to silence us and rebuke us. Look, don't bring, don't bring all that up. You're only going to cause problems. Nobody really wants to hear all of that. You're just going to put a damper on things. After all, haven't you learned that we don't discuss politics and religion? Well, those are the only two interesting things really to discuss, frankly. Want to talk about the weather? Want to talk about uh, the pictures you took out at the park and so on? And so they, they're telling him to keep quiet and he uh, even more forcefully calls out, he says, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus stops and orders that he be brought to him. When he comes near, Jesus asks him, it's an interesting question. Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Seems obvious. The man's a beggar and he can't see. Well, obviously, Jesus, if you're the, the prophet, the Messiah, if you have this great qual uh, following, you must know what he wants. He wants to see. He wants to see. And why, why does Jesus ask that obvious that question that's almost an insult because the answer seems to be obvious. Jesus wants us to be able to give voice to what we need because many of us really don't know what we need. We think we know. And very often it turns out to be just a thing we don't need. You know, the great uh, religious writer and Englishman of letters C.S. Lewis said, that we will spend a great deal of our time in heaven thanking God for all the things he didn't give us that we really thought we needed. And we know that to be true. We can storm heaven with our prayers, wanting something. And it turns out that that would have been the worst thing if we had actually possessed it or achieved it. And so uh, Jesus wants to hear what this particular man wants. He may have asked, he may have asked, well, give me some money. Give me some food. Or, you know, give me this, give me that. Uh, so Jesus says, uh, uh, what do you want? What, what do you want me to do for you? And the man replies, Lord, please let me see. Let me see. And on the physical level, on the natural level, he wants to have his sight restored. But there is a deeper sight. It's insight that comes with faith. Sight is a physical reality on the surface. It's one of the great precious gifts that God has given us, the ability to see all the beautiful things we see. Uh, family and friends. We see also some great tragedies and some great sufferings, but all of that goes to making us uh, have a life that's fully lived across the spectrum of experiences. And so this man says, I want to see. That's what I want. 
And Jesus says to him, have sight, your faith has saved you. Jesus has taken his request for sight and had linked it with faith so the man now has insight. Insight, because faith is the ability to see beneath the surface, to see the very workings of the hand and the love of God in even a situation like that of the poor, begging, blind man. And that's our situation, isn't it? All of us at times stop on the side of the road. We're, we're inhibited by something. We're handicapped by something. We're held back. Maybe it's within ourselves. Maybe it's in our environment. I don't know. Very, it's very varied response to that. There's so many things. But Jesus says to him, your faith has saved you. That man will now have not simply his physical sight restored. He will also have that spiritual gift of the Holy Spirit where he will be able to enter into that insight. He immediately received his sight, St. Luke tells us. And notice, he followed Jesus, giving glory to God. And when the crowd that had been rebuking him, the crowd that told him to shut up and know your place, all the people gave praise to God. The man, the man actually becomes a vessel, a disciple, if you will, who leads others to praise God. He wouldn't be kept back by the crowd. He wouldn't be silenced. His faith, his faith was too strong for that. He wouldn't be shouted down. He wouldn't be intimidated. Not even by his condition and not even by the mob that was following Jesus. Because they wanted Jesus for themselves. They wanted to hear. They wanted to control the situation. Probably the message. And yet it is for such as the blind beggar that the Father sent the Son. He sent him for us. In the side of the roads that we, we stop at. The needs that we have. The blindness that we have. The poverty that we have spiritually and physical, material. The blindness, not simply of our, of our physical sight, but also the blindness at times not to see the very presence and working of God in our own lives. And not wanting to share that. Not, want, not wanting to help others to see. Many times we are encountered by someone who is having a spiritual blindness, a spiritual difficulty. I, I, I just can't get to that point. I can't see where God is present. I can't see where God is asking me to do X instead of Y. That's when, our pers that's when that person needs that, that spiritual companionship and friendship to help one another, to have that insight of faith where God is calling us 
God is present within us and around us. And there are many who will tell us to be quiet. You'll get over it. Or go read some self-help book and so on like that. And yet this man is telling us, pray the louder, beseech the Lord out of the greater depth of your soul. Let your faith grow. Because the more we pray and the more we give voice to our faith, the stronger it gets. Because it is in the struggle. It is in the testing. That faith grows stronger. We know that to be true in physical things, and it's certainly true in spiritual things. So this blind man who regains his sight regains much more. He's no longer a blind beggar. He's one who, through encountering Jesus, has had his sight restored, the sight of his soul, the sight of his spirit. He is no longer a beggar. He has been blessed, not with gold and silver. He has been blessed with that eternal grace of being able to praise and bring other people to praise Almighty God. That's a treasure in heaven, and it's a treasure right offered to us here on earth in our own everyday lives. So it's good to ask ourselves, can we associate or see ourselves in the blind beggar on the side of the road? Jesus passes by every day. Every single day, Jesus passes by. And Jesus stops. And Jesus says to us, what do you want me to do for you? powerful question and it's a question that we must ask ourselves every single day Jesus says what do you want me to do for you what is our answer because Jesus also says to us every day this is what I want you to be this is what I want you to do. Our faith helps us to have the insight, the wisdom, and the courage to give voice to that faith which moves us forward. God bless you.